Welcome to the Dear Monday Podcast, the purposeful woman's guide to living with faith and intention. We exist to provide a weekly dose of inspiration mixed with practical tools and tips to help you live on purpose and without apologies. Get ready for thought-provoking, soul-stirring conversations that will help you face a mountain of Mondays with both grace and grit. Here's your host, Taronda Freeman. Hey, friend. Happy Monday. Welcome to the Dear Monday podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I hope that your week is off to a fantastic start. I am your host, Taronda Freeman. I am founder and chief encouragement officer at Sanctum and Seed. I am a dream-chasing, faith-pushing ministry leader and entrepreneur who wants to see you thrive. Yes, you and you and you, I want to see you thrive, regardless of the mountain of Monday staring back at you. And that's why I call this the Dear Monday Podcast, because we all have some Mondays staring us down, and we want to give you the boldness and the faith to stare back at those Mondays and say, I can do this. I can, I will, watch me. So welcome, welcome, welcome. We are in season three, friends, of the Dear Monday podcast, and I am so glad that you are here. I am so grateful also for the new folks that are tuning in. So if you are new and listening for the first time, I would just like to say welcome, welcome, welcome. I have received a couple of DMs from people who have been listening to the podcast, and it is, I mean, truly a blessing when somebody that I don't know have never met, don't know anything about when they message me to say that something that I said on the podcast has been a blessing to them. So um, I want to say welcome to you if you're listening for the first time and also thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, I am also going to ask you to do me a favor. That's right. I'm already asking for something. (laughs) Will you do me a favor? So will you go and rate and or review this particular podcast Wherever it is that you're listening, whether it's on Spotify or Apple or Google Podcast, wherever you are listening, it may even be on YouTube. I want you to go and rate and or review this podcast. That's going to help folks that are looking for podcasts to know that this is one that you can trust, right? And also it lets them know that you appreciate the work that is happening here on this platform. So do me a favor and rate and or review. I really appreciate it. So welcome to season three, episode three of the Dear Monday podcast. If you listen to episode two, I had my friend Joy Worthy Johnson on the podcast and we were talking about Demolition Day. Right. So all season, we are talking about how to transform your life and world by the words you speak. And my goal is to help you renovate and upgrade your life one word at a time. And so on today, friends, we are taking it a step further and we are declaring it is well. Today's topic, it is is well. That's right. It is well. So I want you to stay tuned because I am going to share with you how you can declare that it is well in every season of your life.
I said, we are in season three, episode three, and the topic for today, it is well. So I am starting all of the episodes this season with an affirmation from the ebook called Speak Well. So if you don't have a free copy of the Speak Well ebook, I want you to go on over to our website, sanctumandseed.com, and check out a free version of that ebook um, so that you can sort of follow along with those affirmations that are in the ebook. Um, but I am using an affirmation on today called my expectations because our topic is it is well, but we're going to do some deep diving into expectations. So let me read this for you. It's called My Expectations, and it's taken from Psalms chapter 62, verse number five, which says, my soul waits silently for God alone, for my expectation is from him. Here's the first part of the affirmation. It says, today, I boldly confess that I expect the impossible the unthinkable, and the unimaginable to happen in my life. I expect to live beyond the limits, to be blessed, to prosper, to be fruitful, to be healthy, to live in peace. I expect to thrive in everything I do. I don't expect to fail. I expect to succeed. I don't expect to be left out. I expect to lead a mighty movement. I don't expect to be looked over. I expect to be picked out and set apart. I expect. All right. So that is the first part of the affirmation in that ebook called My Expectations. I'll give you the second part toward the end of this podcast. But this particular topic, it is well, is a message really that has been brewing in my heart for quite some time. And it's a message that comes from the Bible because you guys know that I am always coming from a biblical perspective. I'm a woman of faith. And so there's a biblical component in all of the episodes. So this woman um, in 2 Kings chapter 4, she's called the Shunammite woman. And it's a story that I've taught on many occasions in Bible study, um, and I'm not going to teach it here on today's episode, but I will give you sort of an overview of what has happened in this story and how we arrive at the topic it is well. So there's a woman who is living in a home and country with her husband. There's a prophet that comes into town, and he's actually been coming to town pretty often. His name is the prophet Elisha. Well, the prophet Elisha is doing great work in this community, and the woman is so, is so appreciative of the work that the prophet is doing that she tells her husband, hey, why don't we set aside a, a, a room in our house for this prophet? So every time he comes into town, he has a place to stay. And they did exactly that. The prophet is so gracious and, and felt so much kindness and generosity and hospitality that this woman had given to him that he wanted to give something back to her. And so he wants to find out, what is it that I can do for this woman? Well, through one of his servants, he finds out that this woman doesn't have any children. 
And the woman says, hey, I'm good. I didn't ask for anything. I didn't do this in order for you to repay me. But the prophet insists. And the story goes on to say, just as the prophet said, this woman, uh, he tells this woman that she is going to have a son. And this word comes to pass. This is a manifested word, a promise. This woman says, hey, don't lie to me. <laughs> don't tell me that I'm going to have a son. And it actually happens. Well, the story goes on to say that this boy grows up and he's out in the field with his father and he falls dead, lifeless. And the woman is, is, is announced, she's told by her husband what has happened to her son. The, the husband rushes the boy home and he, he, he tells her that our son is dead. And the woman starts picking up her stuff. She starts packing her bags, y'all. And what happens in the story is where it actually starts to take a turn because she's packing her things to go out because she's going to go and find this prophet who had told her that she was going to have a son and then that word actually came to pass, but now the son is dead. Mm -hmm. She's going to go find him. So the husband says, where are you going? You know, it's not the Sabbath. It's not the new moon. It's not the season for you to be going out to look for this prophet. And the woman turns to her husband and she says three words that in my mind changes the whole trajectory of this story. She says, it is well. <laughs> now, you might be thinking, how can she say it is well when she has a son, a manifested promise that has died in their arms? How can she say that? Well, I believe that the woman said it is well because there's no need for me to talk to you about what has transpired. You already know what the situation is. So there's no need for me to speak any other negativity into the atmosphere. As a matter of fact, what I'm going to do is say it is well. As a matter of fact, that's how I'm going to respond. It is well. The woman goes on. She goes out on her journey and the prophet's servant meets her sort of halfway and he says hey is everything okay is everything all right with your house and your husband is everything okay with the child and the woman says again it is well y'all she said it two times in the course of this story the story goes on to say that the prophet did indeed come to her house and he raised the boy from the dead but this mother, this woman of great faith, she declared that it is well when circumstances didn't look so well. And so that's what I wanted to talk about on today. I wanted to talk about those three words and how you can use those three words to not only change the way you look at your situation, but also change the way you feel about it. I want you to say, it is well. When life is, as my friend Joy Worthy Johnson says, when life is lifing, <laughs> you need to talk back to it. When you're backed into a corner, you need to say it is well, right? When you're trying to figure out your next step, you need to say it is well. 
when you're trying to understand the purpose of this season that I'm in right now, I want you to declare it is well. When you've been waiting for a breakthrough and you feel like God has put you on hold and he's gone silent, you need to declare it is well. When you've had to start over again and again and again and again, come on somebody, you need to be saying it is well. Every time you start over, it is well. Every time you have to get back up, it is well. Every time you have to do something again, you have to reapply, it is well. Every time you're tired and frustrated and you feel misunderstood and overworked and rejected and lonely and afraid, all of that, you need to say, it is well. Because nobody really understands the weight of of what this Shunammite woman has gone through. Nobody understands it. Nobody understands her plight. When she told the man of God, don't lie to me. Don't tell me I'm going to have a son. Because it was really a secret desire in her heart that she had never disclosed to anybody. And this prophet saw it and he told her, you were going to have a son. And now this son is dead. And she's looking at this lifeless version of a promise. This lifeless version of a dream. I don't know if you've ever been there, but I have been there more times than I can count. When something is not panned out the way I thought. When, when, When all, everything has not worked out, in my opinion, for my good. And I have had to look at that thing and say, it is well. Because one of the things that we understand is that when we say it is well, it's not because I'm delirious about my situation. Oh, trust me, I'm well aware. I know. I know it better than anybody knows it. But I am setting the expectation that what I see now is not the end of the story. What you are facing right now, friend, it is not the end of the story. And that's why I want you to say it is well, because that is setting the expectation that something else is coming. So let's talk about it. Expectations. I found a couple definitions. It says uh, an expectation is an attitude of expectancy, hope, or anticipation. It is looking forward to a future benefit or fortune. That's an expectation. It's an attitude of expectancy, hope, or anticipation. It is you looking forward to a future benefit or fortune. So when you are in the midst of whatever it is that you are in the midst of, your expectation is that seasons change and this does not last always. Amen. Weeping may endure for a night, but I know that my joy is coming in the morning so I can say it is well. No, it doesn't feel well right now. No, it doesn't look well right now. No, it doesn't calculate to be well right now, but I can declare that it is well because that is my expectation. The Bible says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. 
It says that you shall decree a thing and it will be established. It says that you shall have whatsoever you say. So I want you to practice it on today. I want you to say it is well. Yes, you know what you're facing. Yes, you know what you're up against. Yes, you know what you've been through. Yes, you understand your tragedies and your traumas and your trials and tribulations, but you can declare that it is well because that is your expectation. And as a matter of fact, you can say that it is well until it becomes well. Practice it on today. It is well. In the face of adversity, in the face of rejection and fear and uncertainty, I have just made up in my mind that I am going to say it is well. And I am going to say it long enough and loud enough until it becomes well. Are you with me on today? Are you willing to do that? Set the expectation. That is your your attitude of hope and anticipation. That is you looking forward to, to a benefit, a future benefit or fortune. It is well. Amen. So I was doing some research and study on how we can set expectations for ourselves, right? So, so how can I set an expectation for myself? in the midst of, of whatever it is that I am facing or going through. And I came across an article that was written by a licensed therapist. Hooray for therapists, <laughs> amen. And she wrote down some steps uh, to setting clear and realistic expectations. And there was uh, actually 13 of them, but I just wanted to read a few of, of her tips on setting expectations for yourself. Because I wanted to read this because I, do, I want you to understand that you can't set an expectation for someone else. The expectation is for you and the expectation is for God. I read for you Psalm 62, verse 5, that says, My soul, that's my mind, my will, my emotions, my conscience. It says it waits silently for God alone. For my expectation, my attitude of hope and expectancy, my expectation is from him. You can't put expectations on other people, right? Because, hey, people change, <laughs> right? People got a mind of their own. They can do what they want to do, when they want to do it, how they want to do it. The expectation is not for them. The expectation is for you. So when you are in the midst of life, lifing, here's a few ways for you to set expectations for yourself. Number one, take a look, a real look at your life. You need to look at what's working and not working. What do I want more or less of? What really matters to me? Take a long, hard look at your life. Number two, be specific. Be specific about what you want and what you don't want, where you're going, where you don't want to go, what you don't want to repeat. Be specific. I like to say, write it down. 
That's why I created the Write the Vision Board, so that you can write the vision and make it plain. You have to be specific. So this therapist goes on to say in her article, another thing that you can do when you're setting expectations for yourself is to be realistic, be real, because only you know you, right? You know your past, your present, and you have a glimpse of your future. <laughs> you know you. So be realistic. Don't set goals that are not realistic with, with you and your, your patterns and your habits, right? You know that you don't like getting up early in the morning, right? Amen. You know that that is not something that motivates you. So set a realistic expectation about what time you're going to get up and get started with your day. Be realistic with yourself because you don't want to set yourself up for failure. So be, real, be realistic about where you are and about yourself. But take the step, right? The next one is, she says, to set a roadmap. So setting a roadmap, and this is, again, setting expectations for yourself. Setting a roadmap... Um, as I was reading this particular point, it's really about creating your personal game plan. So if you are using a vision board, you are taking your vision one step further. You're taking it forward. You're moving that vision forward. You're setting a roadmap. These are all of the details, the who, the what, the when, the where, the why, the how. These are all of the details that go into accomplishing what you're trying to accomplish or get through what you're trying to get through. And then I'm almost done with what I read in this therapist article. She says, focus on the process and um, focus on the process to not uh, get lost in the journey because this is a journey. It's not a destination. Right. And, and I like to tell people that you should be learning something in the journey. We talked a little bit about that, Joy and I, on last week's episode. Don't get lost in the process. Don't get lost in the journey. Learn something. Get something out of what you're going through so that you can move on to the next thing. Right. And then the last thing that she says is to be flexible. She says, be flexible in what you want. And I thought about that, how we can always make plans. God wants us to make plans. You should be planning something. You should, you should have a plan for, your, for yourself, for your relationship. If you're married, you should have a plan for your marriage, right? You should have a plan for your children. You should have a plan for your retirement, what does life look like after work, right? But be flexible. The Bible says in Proverbs, a man's heart plans his way. A man's heart plans his way. It says, but the Lord directs his steps. God is not mad at you for making plans. You are applauded for making plans. A man's heart plans his way, but be flexible. Because it is the Lord who's going to direct your steps. Be open to God, you know, revamping your plans. Be open and flexible to God doing something different in a different way, through a different avenue. 
be open and flexible that plans can change based on God's direction. Amen. So those are some of the uh, the ways that this licensed therapist say that you can go about setting clear expectations for yourself. And as I was reading that, there was one point that sort of jumped out for me, and I, I wrote this down. I said that you need to give yourself grace. That's right. You need to give yourself grace. You need to give yourself grace for, uh, hold yourself accountable and be kind to yourself. But when you fall off track, right, when you fall back into the old pattern of thinking and feeling and believing, you need to give yourself grace that this is not the end all be all. This is not how the story ends for me. I'm giving myself grace to dust myself off and get back up again and then get back up again and then get back up again. You understand what I'm saying. Give yourself grace. As I said, you can't set expectations for other people. You don't set expectations for other people. The story that I that I talked about, this Shunammite woman, she didn't set any expectations for her husband. She didn't turn to him thinking that he was going to fix this problem. She said it is well. She didn't set any expectations when she met Jehazi on her journey. She said it is well. She didn't set any expectations for the prophet. When she came to the prophet, the prophet knew what was going on. The prophet knew what his responsibility was. The expectation was no longer on the prophet. The expectation was on God. The expectation was on God. Because God had given her a promise. And that promise had crumbled and died in her arms. My soul waits silently for God alone, for my expectation is from him. So I want you today, friend, to say it is well. I want you to do that. Just say it is well. Amen. So as you know, I do like to end every episode with an affirmation or some words to live by. And here's an affirmation for you on today. This is actually part two of the affirmation called My Expectation. It says, today, I raise my level of expectancy. I push past fear, doubt, and disappointments. I expect that what God has said concerning my life will come to pass. I expect that the gifts and talents in me will produce a harvest for me. I expect that this is my season of increase, favor, and blessings. I expect that it is well. I speak it now and declare that it is so. Amen. Friends, I'm so glad that you joined me on today. I hope that something that I said today was a blessing to you. Don't forget to practice throughout the rest of your day. It is well. It is well. When you don't have the answers and you don't know what else to say, it is well. (laughs) Amen to that. Listen, 
Don't forget to go and rate and review this podcast wherever you are listening on whatever platform. Rate and review. Amen. And then I'd like to say thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for all your words of encouragement. I really do appreciate it. And thank you for joining me today on the Dear Monday podcast. Cheers and have a fantastic rest of the week. God bless you. You've been listening to Dear Monday with Taronda Freeman. Please join us on Mondays for new episodes. Subscribe and connect with us on social media at Sanctum and Seed. See you next Monday.